In the United States, the end of the workday is synonymous with happy hour. Here's the excuse to ramp it up and let go after a long slog of a day, preferably at a lively bar with cheap drinks and even cheaper food. Ah, but the Italians have beaten us at this game. They have the secret to wrapping up the day with a lot more style. They make a pre-dinner cocktail and a light snack at once relaxing and refreshing. In Italy, this end-of-the-day ritual is called aperitivo. It's also the name of a new book by Marissa Huff, who spoke with Splendid Table contributor Shauna Seaver. Hi, Marissa. It's so great to chat with you today. Likewise. Thanks for having me. Now, can you paint us a picture of this lovely Italian tradition of aperitivo? Of course. It is a very special moment of the day. When the day comes to a close, uh, let's say around 6, 7 p.m. through about 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. in the evenings, Italians will walk over to their local bar or cafe, meet up with friends, and sip on a fairly light cocktail, perhaps a glass of wine or a beer, and have a little bar snack to go along with that. And the point of this is really winding down, talking with friends, and enjoying the moment, something very Italian. Now, how does this differ from the American happy hour? Well, it's not about dollar tacos and getting drunk, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually it's strange. In places like Milan, you may end up paying more for your cocktail during uh, the peritivo time. The idea behind that is that it's going to be prepared in a very beautiful way, hopefully with uh, top-quality ingredients. And together with it, you're likely to be served food, uh, that might come in the form of small plates, or if not, uh, something that over the past, let's say, 15 years has really developed is a buffet of different foods. Oh, that sounds great. And the book also makes mention of the fact that aperitivo is primarily a northern Italian tradition. Why is that? Well, you know, I think that in general, northern Italians drink more. They're more accustomed to drinking alcohol. Um and in southern Italy, you will find that, of course, people drink wine with meals, but they don't necessarily get together to have something else ahead of their meal, whether it be lunch or dinner. Also, a number of the ingredients that go into these cocktails were produced for the first time in northern Italy. So I can reference vermouth, which is from Turin and the surrounding area, Campari, which comes from Milan, products like Aperol that are from Padova. Campari and, and Aperol are considered bitters. Vermouth is a more sweet ingredient, but they're all coming from northern Italy where people traditionally drank those and enjoyed them before meals. Now, within that region of, of northern Italy, you go even further to be specific about the type of aperitivo that's found, and those differences in the drinks and food are surprisingly distinct. Can you tell us about the different aperitivo scenarios in each city? Of course. Um, in Venice, for example, you will find a tradition that is uh, based on bar hopping. You go from one wine bar, which they refer to as bacchetti, to another, where you will stop in, probably have just a small glass of wine, which they refer to as an ombra, which is uh, the Italian word for shadow. And you might also pick up a chiquetto, which is the equivalent of, let's say, Spanish tapas done Venetian style, uh, bacala mantecata, which is whipped stockfish, uh, possibly served on polenta, or even something as uh, simple as a crostino, so a piece of toasted bread with something delicious on top. And then also in terms of the drink specifically, you'll find that they vary even from city to city within the same region. So in the Veneto region, the spritz is quite popular, 
which is white wine or Prosecco, soda, and normally a bitter component, which could be Campari or uh, Aperol, most commonly. So in the town of Padua, where I'm living, Aperol's all over the place. It was created there, and also it's what the college kids are loving to drink. Padova is a university town, and come evening time, these students pour into the piazzas, especially in the summer when the weather is nice. You'll find them sipping on a spritz. Oftentimes that might cost even less than a glass of water, so they, they will go through a couple of them. And they're light enough that they aren't going to get drunk. They're there just to enjoy time with their friends. And um, talking about the spritz, in Venice, the locals are drinking a version made with Select, which is a, a, a red bitter, similar to Campari, but less strong in alcohol. Up in Trieste, near the border with Slovenia, spritz is served bianco, so just wine and soda water, no no bitter component whatsoever, and it's always garnished with a lemon. Up in the mountains, in the Dolomites, you'll find something called a hugo, where they add a elderflower syrup to it and serve that with mint. So there are regional variations on even just a single drink and not just the aperitivo as a whole. They're that specific. Tell us about the role that food plays in the aperitivo experience. My pleasure. Um, we often say that Italians drink when they eat and eat when they drink. So the food is really a very important part of the aperitivo experience. And that is also something that's very regionally driven. In a place like Venice, you will find uh, fresh fish like sardines fried beautifully and maybe served with a light sauce. I have a recipe here for uh, salsa ruggine, which is like a rust sauce, which is slightly spicy and pairs beautifully with a fried sardine. Um, then other places like, let's say, Milan, you'll find that they may use their leftover risotto alla milanese, so a saffron risotto, pan-fried into like a, basically a little crispy pancake, a riso al salto, absolutely beautiful, something that's so easy, you can do it at home. And then, you know, ubiquitous across northern Italy, you'll find tramezzini, so these small tea sandwiches made with what looks like Wonder Bread, but has actually uh, only a few beautiful ingredients. It's white bread with a crust cut off, cut into triangles, and stuffed with uh, a variety of different ingredients. It could be prosciutto, uh, mushrooms. I include a recipe for a carbonara tramezzino that I tasted for the first time in Padua, and I, it's seriously, it's addictive. It's an Italian egg salad made with crispy guanciale and pecorino cheese, so what's not to love? Oh, my. That all sounds absolutely delicious. Mm -hmm. um, say we wanted to invite friends over and make this a reality here. What are the key components to have on hand? You know, it really is simple. You can go out and purchase a bottle of sweet Italian vermouth, purchase a bottle of Campari, and you have the beginning of a variety of cocktails. So you mix those two ingredients and you have something called a mito, a Milano Torino. You add soda water and it becomes an Americano. You, in place of the soda water, add gin and it's a Negroni. You add Prosecco instead of gin, it becomes the Negroni Spagliato. You can even add beer, froth beer, and make it a beer Americano. And then in terms of the food, you can make a crostini uh, spread, toast sliced bread, preferably something like a baguette, and top it with a number of different ingredients. And should you know that seem already like too much work, open a bag of potato chips and <laughs> pull out some olives, and you can consider that an aperitivo. It's really the spirit is about getting together and not stressing out about uh, inviting friends over for a special moment during the day. Well, Marissa, you've created a beautiful book and made me very hungry and very thirsty. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. 
Marissa Huff is author of Aperitivo, The Cocktail Culture of Italy. Contributor Shauna Seaver is the author of Real Sweet. Well, head to the website to find Marissa's Bellini recipe and her recipe for fried sardines, both favorites in Venice, by the way. And while you're there, register for this month's book giveaway, which happens to be Marissa's book, Aperitivo. Head straight to the site to register, splendidtable.org.